This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. This episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. I reached out to these guys because for the longest time, I've been looking for a better alternative than using coffee or energy drinks to keep me focused and get me through the day. And so recommended by Tim Ferriss himself, I thought I'd get myself a batch just to see if what it was like. And actually, I was fairly impressed by the results because containing inside, it was only 40 milligrams of caffeine. Actually, it tastes like coffee, but it's really not coffee. It's really cool. But inside, it specifically has chocolate mushrooms and lion's mane. And no jitters, no no crash, kept me focused throughout the day. It was really wired and it was an amazing product to use. So I teamed up with them just to get you guys a discount of a 10% off if you guys go to foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash pathhunters and use the code pathhunters to get a 10% off of your whole entire order. It's really awesome product and it's something that I recommend to use all the time. They have other products as well to besides the mushroom coffee they have other elixirs where it's tea amazing amazing product that i really had to share with you guys and now on to the show hey hey hey! what is going on fellow path hunters i hope you guys are doing great today and you know it's finally looking like summer here in canada and after you know me just being all weather depressed and everything like that we're getting a lot better but you know this is not about the weather today it's about the path interest podcast and it's about you know what it's dedicated to it's dedicated to helping individuals who are frustrated with their corporate nine to five to leave it to find their purpose and passion and just follow your dreams you know it's life is too short you know you don't know when you're gonna leave this world and you're just gonna live it the way that you want to and this is exactly what my guest here today is going to talk about and his whole entire journey um you know he's a digital nomad in the e-commerce space that scaled to six figures and it's not all about that right now it's all about his upcoming project and you know heath armstrong my man in the house he's you know talking about his whole entire journey what it was he was like before and what he is you know what he's doing now and his new upcoming project sweet ass journal to develop your happiness muscle in a hundred days and he's gonna get into a little bit about that but i love what he's doing and i fully support that he's a rocking superstar in my eyes so i won't take too much time we're gonna jump right into this heath armstrong everyone. ladies and gentlemen uh path hunters i have an amazing guest here today my man heath armstrong you know he uses online arbitrage as you know and a team to you know of location independent people to run his business to build six figures a year and just overall an awesome dude and he has a new project that's coming out what is going on heath dude when uh when you said the ladies and gentlemen thing it threw me back to when I was podcasting and I used to go, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls. Uh, I'm going to use that. I'm going to cut that out <laughs> and use that. Boy, I like that. There is a, there is a guy who was on my show one time. He told me that this was a, an, I did like an art-based show called the Arts and Now Show that it ended probably last year, but it was a lot of fun. And there was a guy who told me he came on the show and like my introductions were kind of crazy and like some people would get kind of freaked out about it, but most <laughs> people just thought it. And I, I wasn't doing it because I really wanted to sound like an 80s DJ I did it because it was ridiculous and and it was just funny to me. 
um, to see people's reactions when they didn't expect it. And one guy was like, man, I, I, he like just froze. And then afterwards was like, I think you'd you know, have a lot more success if you didn't do those intros. You know, you sound like this eighties <laughs> DJ. And I was like, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's what I wanted to hear. Like I'll keep doing it. So I, I, it's like threw me on a throwback when I heard that, but oh, yeah, man, man, I'm doing, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome for sure, man. Uh, I, I love that. I love I, I love how we resonate on that one because I always do that. And I'm always adding, trying to add fun stuff because like at the end of the day, it's your show, man. It's it's my show. Like it's just you just <laughs> yeah. have fun with it, right? So if it wasn't fun, like you know, when you wouldn't be doing it, right? So, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I structured the first like 20 episodes so much, thinking that you had to do like a certain structure, and I was asking the same questions and shit. And then I, if you go to like the later stuff, it's completely, completely unstructured, no plan, and it's so much better than before. So yeah, it's. <laughs> It's great. I'm man. glad that you're doing this. I'm happy to be here for sure. Man. Got a lot of ex- stuff going on. And I'm I'm thankful that you know you you're able to jump on here with me, riff with me, man. It's uh man, for those path hunters out there, man, who don't know who you are and what you do, Heath, man, like um let you know, I'll let you take the, you know, to steer the, you know, the boat and everything and let us know about what you do and uh you know, give us a little personal insight of who you are as well, too, man. Yeah, word. So, I'm a extreme advocate of location independence and freedom lifestyles. I think in anyone in our generation grew up with probably parents or somebody in your family who God bless them for, you know, going to work every day and doing what they had to do to provide for us and to build this world where we have the internet. Um, it's not really the lifestyle for, for me or other people. I just can't, I grew up working in the construction industry and in the concrete industry. And I did that from like, you know, 18 to 28 and 10 years in that industry, I was like, what the, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what am I, what am I doing here? I'm on job sites at 3 a.m. I'm hanging out with, you know, mountain people in the, the trenches of Eastern Kentucky. I was living in Kentucky. I don't even know how I got there, but I think when you visualize where you're going to be in the future, uh, that's where you end up. And I was always told to go after the job that made money and to, you know, buy the house and get the loans. And like, I visualized myself doing that because that's what I grew up learning and that's what I ended up doing. So it wasn't until I discovered podcasting and things like that where I started to analyze like, okay, well, all these people are doing amazing things. They must be visualizing that way. So how do you do it? And so long story short, I started visualizing the life that I wanted. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to know awesome people who did awesome things. And I didn't have either one of those things. I'd never been out of the country. Um, I'd never created anything really. I was just going to work every day on job sites and coming home and drinking, you know, gallons of Jim Beam, whatever you do in Kentucky and waking up, you know, face down, pants down in the bushes every night. And, um, it was, it was a struggle. Like I had a really, some really dark moments where I, you know, one, one thing in particular, like I woke up one time on my garage floor with a nosebleed and a bottle of whiskey in my hand and my car was running in the front yard. And so like that kind of thing is not normal. And even though you might grow up around, a state like Tennessee where everybody drinks that much. Like if you, if that happens to you, that's, that's not normal and something is wrong in your life. So I had some internal demons I had to deal with. And, um, I got into like this, this whole podcasting thing and connecting with other people. And, and over that period of time from 2000, uh, you know, early 2015 to now, like the things that I've done are insane. Um, I had like $20,000 debt. I had a house full of shit that I didn't need. Um, you know, I bought all sorts of stuff that I didn't want to impress people that I didn't like. And it was just like, I was stuck in this massive cage of, uh, the opposite of freedom, just, you know, chains and restrictions. Trapper. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what you work. You think you're supposed to work towards that, but really like the more shit that you own, the more 
the more that you get yourself on loans to buy and pay for big houses and cars. And, you know, I had like five TVs in the house or whatever, like you're just trapped. Like you're, you're a prisoner of all of that stuff. And, um, I, I took that as a, as I looked at all these other people doing amazing things, um, I was able to, to kind of move into connecting with people through podcasting like you're doing, like we're talking right now. And as I started to connect to all these people, I was learning certain things that they were doing that allowed them to have these freedom lifestyles. And I was starting to apply it into my life. And now it's taken me a long time to put that into an organized, like an organized system, but just doing little things at a time and practicing them out and then getting better at strengthening my mind, introducing meditation into my life, which was a huge thing. Um, and visualizing and setting goals towards those visions that allowed me to do some crazy things. Like I paid off that $20,000 in debt in about a year and two months, I saved 15,000 in one year just from not spending money on things that I would normally spend money on. Um, ultimately it created like a game where I would track in a spreadsheet. If I was about to spend money on something, I would say, uh, no. And I'd write it down. I'd go home and eat rice and beans or whatever. And then I would transfer at the end of the month, all of that you know, tallied up money over to my checking account or to my savings account. And over a period of one year, man, $15,000. And when I was able to pay off that debt at the same time, I'm doing other things. I'm getting rid of everything in my house, um, shedding those kind of distractions and those prison, you know, those, those types of items Mm -hmm. that, that made me feel uh, compressed and not free. Um, I was meeting all these people because I continued doing the podcasting and, and introducing more habits and strategies into my life. And ultimately, uh, through podcasting, I met a guy who who helped me understand um, a little bit about the Amazon platform. I had already I'd sold some stuff when I was a kid on eBay. You know, like go to garage sales, buy a resale stuff. I always liked that stuff, but I didn't like the idea of having to go to garage sales. Yeah, you yeah. know, like hang around the people that are at those. And um, so I I started doing this online. It was actually retail arbitrage at first, where I was literally just. When I was driving around for work, I had to drive a lot, you know, eight to 10 hours a day. I would stop at like random stores and scan stuff on shelves. Um, There's a lot of people that do that type of thing. I mean, there's like two million sellers on Amazon, but um, very quickly I figured out that I didn't want to be hanging out in Walmart already all day either, you know, like eating corn dogs at Target or anything like that. It just, it was worse than just my original job. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I quit doing it, but then um, five or six months later, after I had learned a lot about automating and I had that podcast automated and things like that, I got my friend came back to me and his name's Jason Berwick. He's he's a great dude, still one of my best friends. And he was on my show. Um, and I met him through a direct message response on Twitter, believe it or not. <laughs> so you never know where you'll meet the person that's gonna change your it, life the it's most. So true. It was, yeah. It was on Twitter. Man. Like a direct a direct message. He had he was like trying to do some like growth on Twitter or some shit. And I like suckered into his message and responded. And then this all happened. So like now, yeah, I, I paid off that $20,000 in debt. I got rid of everything, but I was also able to leave my career because I created this, um, online arbitrage business that essentially I did, I did 610,000 in sales in 2016. Um, but towards the end of the year was the bulk of it. So I got to the point where I was doing, uh, over a hundred thousand dollars per month for three months there. And into this year, I'm going to do better than I did last year for sure. And that is a completely automated process. Um, I've got five VAs all over the world that help me. I also have uh, one full-time employee in, in Tennessee here. And I have a, a f- almost full-time uh, upper-level assistant that's helping me on like personal branding stuff here now. And it's all paid for through this Amazon business because there's a lot of cash flow. 
Um, and on top of that, you have all these amazing perks with this business like travel points and um, you can just work from your laptop anywhere you want. And I don't touch any product and, and things like that. So it's, I, I can go back to that one point where I said, when you're visualizing where you want to go mm-hmm. and you visualize yourself as working in a factory or working, doing the job that your parents always did because it's respectable or things like that, like that's where you're going to end up. But as soon as I made that decision to, to visualize the other direction, when I was at work every day, I wasn't thinking about the next job I was going to submit my resume for to get more money. I was thinking about when I was going to leave my job and work for myself and there were going to be no, you know, no alarm clocks and there was going to be no agenda from anybody else but myself. And, and after putting basically two items in place every single day to work towards that, that's, that's how I got here today. And it's like super surreal, man. It's, it's crazy. So I know that's kind of an essay, but, um, an overview of what happened for sure. Nonetheless, my man, that was 10 minutes and it was amazing. Like you literally just like, I can hear people's mind blown as they're listening to this right now. They're like, how is he doing this? How is it? You know, I want to know more about this stuff. And uh, I could just hear this coming, man. Like, I, you dropped some amazing value bombs right there, man. I love it. Um, I resonate a lot with very much with your whole entire story, man. Like, because like I've been in the same boat as you working and had like a, like a moment. There's just one, like, down like you know rock bottom moment and then was like you know what i gotta get my shit together this time <laughs> I, I gotta get my shit together right you don't you just yeah. don't know what it is but you just know that you gotta get your shit together and um man like can you describe like i don't want to graze over all you know like the amazing point like what was that one moment can you describe that moment where where you were just like you know what i had enough like i can't do this anymore did you ever have that kind of moment because you know yeah i definitely did i mean (laughs) i i you know i woke up i had some very vivid dreams that like people might think it's kind of crazy but like the the day that i woke up with that nosebleed on the garage floor that was a wake-up call but then you know, I, I did it again, basically, uh, had another really blowout night. And I just remember, like, I had this ridiculous bathtub in my old house in the basement, like in my room down there, it was a ju- giant jacuzzi tub. And like, whenever I was really deathly hungover, I would like crawl over to that and pull myself in and turn the water on and just lay there and like suck my thumb and poop my pants or whatever. And, uh, feel, feel sorry for myself. And yeah, I, I specifically, had a very, you know, I, I dazed, I dozed off to sleep and I had this like crazy, like, I I don't remember my dreams ever, but this was like, I was in that in-between moment where I guess you dream the heaviest, right? When you're falling asleep and, or right when you're getting close to waking up. Yeah. And I had this like entity come to me. I mean, it was like a black face. It was, I don't know how to describe it. It was the scariest set of eyes I've ever seen in my life. And it was like a human form, but it wasn't and it was just like when I woke up from this, it frightened me so much that I, I really legitimately felt paralyzed. Like I, I couldn't move anything in my body. Um, and I've looked online and like there's other people that have had that similar situation. And there's some kind of scientific explanation. Like you wake up in a certain state of sleep that you're not supposed to wake up in. You can't mm-hmm. can't feel in your limbs. Well, I was in that state and I thought I was par- like I, I couldn't move. And so I started freaking out like I couldn't move mm-hmm. any of my arms, legs, nothing. Uh, I couldn't move my neck. And it took about two or three minutes of me being conscious for me to start getting feeling back. But the message that I got from that was like, dude, if you're not, if you don't change, like for some reason, the the energy that was channeled to me was like, if you don't change something, you're, you're not going to be here anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, at that moment I got my phone out cause I was freaking out and I remember a handshaking, but I, 
I, it was the first time I realized that podcasting app was on the phone. It was like they first put it on the iPhones and oh, I guess yeah. the last update hit it. And I clicked on it and, and as big as this show is now and it was then too, like I, I saw that EO Fire podcast and I didn't even know, like I'd never thought anything about entrepreneurship or yeah, yeah. anything like that. And um, yeah, like I I listened to one episode and it was with um, it was with Amber uh, Amber Ludwig at the time. Mm-hmm. And Amber Ludwig is the owner of No Guts, No Glory, and she's amazing. And like, it was so inspirational to me that I actually sent her a message on Facebook. Um, and it was February, I think, 13th, 2014, maybe, when this happened. It was 14 or, f- 14 or 15. No, it was 2014. And um, so, man, I can't believe it's already 2017. Holy I shit. I know, I know. Three years. It's nuts. So I sent her a message on Facebook thinking, I was just like, look, your story is really inspirational. You know, I was really hungover. I was just like, just telling her how much I felt like I resonated with her story because she grew up and she was kind of like incompetent with herself and all these other things. And she built this internet marketing business that does WordPress sites. And like I was learning WordPress and I knew stuff like that. So it fit in. And, and basically she emails or she sends me a message back immediately. And she's like, Hey, uh, this is amazing. You made my day. Let me, let's do a a free 30 minute call. Um, do you have a day next week we can do it? And I'm like, what? Like, she's going to call me. That's so weird. And you know, she called me and she introduced me. I talked to her for a while about my situation and, and I mean, she's still like a Mecca to me today. I still talk to her all the time. Um, and she, she introduced me to two people, man. And, and she introduced me to a guy named Paul Kemp who runs the app guy show, which is a huge app podcast. And she introduced me to Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning and Hal Elrod. And he's got, you know, the the number 300 bestseller on Amazon of like all time or whatever. And when I introduced that system into my life, The Miracle Morning, and I contacted Paul, Paul started mentoring me. Um, And of course, from there on out, I I started like try to start like two little app businesses and other things. But what I was learning from Paul was stuff that you could never take back, like he taught me how to podcast, so I got into that, and that changed my life entirely. So that one message that I sent to Amber, it gave me the morning routine that allowed me to get my habits and strategies in place to that ultimately evolved into this this journal that I'm making now. And then also, it was the reason that I talked to Paul, and Paul got me into podcasting, and I started interviewing all those amazing people who who ended up, you know, I adopted their strategies, and and that's how I got to where I am today. So it was. Yeah, that was the wake up call. And like, that's exactly how I got <laughs> into everything that I started doing. It's, and it's kind of surreal to think about. But that's a good question because I hadn't thought about that situation in a while. So, man, it's amazing. I'm glad like you're, you know, I'm glad you're with us. You man. it's like, you know, and I'm glad like, you know, that you're here. And um, man, like that story is so it's so powerful, man, because like it's just it's just a, basically a great lesson for you to learn. You met some amazing people. And um, dude, like kudos to you man that's all that's i'm like literally speechless right now (laughs) dude i think everybody has it in them like it's not Mm. i look at myself and i have faults now like i go off the rails sometimes there's weeks at a time where i like sit around and i feel like i've done nothing and i've accomplished nothing and i feel terrible but like when i was in the position to where i was either going down completely or you know i could move forward and take a step every day and just realize that everything in my past was for a reason yeah. and you know if you're going to move forward you, you can't change anything that's already happened so just don't think about it mm-hmm. keep keep 
moving towards your vision, you know, creating a vision board and just working towards those things. Like that's, that's really the simplest step that you can do to move in the direction that you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. And like the whole e-commerce business thing is awesome. Um, without it, you know, I wouldn't have had the cash flow to be able to leave my job and things like that. But it's obviously not for everybody, but I do know that there's unlimited opportunity out there and it's just about networking and opening the doors to those opportunities because everybody's a little bit different. Um, and I do believe that if you, if you want something bad enough and you work towards it every single day that you will get it if, if you're diligent and you, and you're disciplined about it. Um, and I haven't been very disciplined the last couple months. Um, cause I went through some really dark stuff again, but not, not necessarily, not with like personal problems. Well, they were personal, but it was like more like, you know, like I lost both my dogs and my grandfather, like all in the same little bit of time. So I had like a fall off period. Um, but now my I'm getting back me. into it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's part of life and mm-hmm. God bless all of them. But, um, now this journal is about to launch and like, I can see, I've already, I put together that, you know, that, that group for like beta readers and stuff like that to start yeah. using this journal. And, and this is really the foundation for exactly what I was doing to go when I, when I talked to all these amazing people and I learned their strategies and habits, like when I adopted them to my life and made all the transformations into who I am today, um, I've broken them down into these sections in this journal because I was carrying around like six or seven different journals, um, at a time, like one for logging the gifts that I've given and one for like the minimalist list that I've done and one for like two things I wanted to accomplish for the day. And I was like, why don't I just put this all together into one journal and make it a process? And so that's, that's what this sweet ass journal to develop your happiness muscle is. And to, to be honest, my dog actually peed on this, the other journals. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he like snuck down in the, ba- I was like creeping up in the basement yeah. of this little house in Washington we were in. Cause there was nowhere else to like get silence. And, uh, he got down there one day and he never went to the bathroom in the house. Everybody peed on, he peed on the journals. And I was like, well, I guess that's a sign to start, you know, making my own so I can just carry one around. And that's like where the framework for this whole thing came from. Man, <laughs> as I, ridiculous as that sounds, man, I, it's, it's a sign. I take, you know, it's funny because I resonate with you on that perspective as well too, because like I uh, am a huge believer in visualizing. You did mention a lot about like creating vision boards and, and everything. And again, like I don't want to graze over like all these amazing, amazing, like value bombs you're dropping my man. Like, and, and for those of you who are just wondering what journal this is, it's it's called Sweet uh, Sweet Ass Journal to Develop Your Happiness uh, Muscle in a Hundred Days, and it's coming out very soon, right? Yeah, definitely. So it's it'll be launching. Um, there's a Kindle version that actually comes with the print at home templates uh, that you can use. But personally, I like to have something physical. The physical Same. version will be out as soon as the Kindle. It's hard to. So there's like a 70 page guide on the front of this. So that's basically the Kindle that you'll get plus a link to download the templates. But what you really would probably want is the physical version of this because it's laid out nicely. But if you do like to print stuff on eight and a half by 11 paper, you could totally do it that way for much cheaper. Um, But yeah, the 25th and I'm excited about it because I think it all the different sections in, in it really are important. I mean, very important to to adjusting to where you want to be and creating your freedom lifestyle. And when we can hit you know, a little bit about each one of those if you want, or we can talk mm-hmm. about arbitrage or whatever direction uh, you want to go for sure. Yeah. And you know, let's, 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 let's talk about the journal. It's just because like this, like, you know, the pathologist podcast is all about, I'm um, like, I, I care a lot about the, the, 
process and never about the end goal. You always hear stories of, hey, you know what? I got I have Instagram, the billion dollar company that sold to Facebook or something like that. You never get to hear <laughs> about, like, you know, the hard work that's involved, like the grind, the emotions, you know, how much time was involved, how much Americanos did you drink, how much time did you get hipster <laughs> at Starbucks, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it's like just just butt chugging Americanos all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life, man. Story of my life. <laughs> I tell you. But uh, for all those of you path hunters who are listening, check out uh, sweetassjournal.com. This is where you can actually find some more info on that. And uh, and my man, yeah, yeah. Let's talk let's talk about what the journal is, what's inside the journal and everything and um, and uh, go from there. Yeah, you can get the layout on there. Um, I have a hard time asking for money for things. And like, I've literally just been sending copies of this out like crazy for free just to get feedback. Um, it's just a hard thing for anybody to do. I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think you have to do it if you want to be able to create your freedom lifestyle. But this, to be honest, like the amount of work, um, and how special this system is to me, I, I am more excited to see how it can work for other people. Um, and in the beginning of the journal, basically, there's a section where you set your freedom buds, I like to call them, because we want them to bloom. Now, the, the, the sweet-ass freedom buds, this is an 100-day journal. Um, that scares people. They think they have to do 100 consecutive days. It's almost impossible. I have done – I'm a huge fan of 100-day tracking because you can do it by percentage, mm-hmm. so you know what percentage you're at yes. along the way. Um, but out of all of the different productivity books that I've read and different systems that I've tried – it kept going back to the same thing where if I just did two things per day to move towards the the goals that I wanted over that 100 day period, um, I would get there. And it's amazing how much progress you can make just doing two things. If you, if you're able to justify the two most valuable things that you can do every single day and you do those before everything else, it's very simple to do, but it's a little bit harder than, than it is, um, than you would think that it would be. That doesn't make sense really, but it's it's a simple practice that personally we have a lot of resistance towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this whole journal is about defeating resistance. And I like to personify them as resistance gremlins because they're slimy little fucking bastards yeah, that I yeah. hate. And, and <laughs> it's easier to understand that when the world is throwing something at you, it's these damn gremlins that are just yeah. trying to stop your mojo. And you got to move forward. So um, basically what you do is it's an 100-day system. And you write at the beginning of the system in the journal, your three freedom buds. And then you want to go back. And so like, for example, um, if I were to say, I want to travel to Africa and help out a nonprofit for a month, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to work towards over this hundred day period. How can I get myself in that position? Or I want to create a side business that makes 200 extra dollars per month. Um, or I want to increase, maybe your, your work is goal oriented and you like your career. Maybe you want to increase your, your career 20%. Um, revenue or you want to get a raise or you want to become fluent in Spanish or something like that. You would write that in your freedom bud section. It's basically something that you do all the time anyways, because everybody does it come the end of December. They write these goals down for the whole year, but how many people actually hit it? Probably not very many. They fall off the rail within, you know, a couple weeks. Um, I think like 92% of people like fall off their new year's resolutions within a, a month. It's, it's uh, hard. It's, 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 yeah, it's like, it's it like is. a habit you're trying to build right through repetition, everything. It's, um, it it's, is. It's that's that's what's important, yeah. right? The habit is what's important. And so that's what this book is structured towards. So like the beginning, and that's all that matters, you, you write your three your three buds that you're working towards. And so 
what, what I like to do is take whatever you wrote, wrote down and rewrite them in the present tense mm-hmm. so that you're talking about it like sort of a visualization coming true. So like maybe I am in Africa helping out a nonprofit for a month or mm-hmm. I am making an extra $274 per month um, on a side business. And then or I do you know, I currently speak fluent Spanish because when you review these every single day and, th- and this book comes with a lot of bonuses that you can print out like a wall tracker where you can check off the days for 100 days and then there's a reminder for your what your three freedom buds are so that they don't get lost up in the front of the journal somewhere and you never go back and look at them. Um, the idea of that is when you start this journal um, on day one, you'll notice at the bottom that there's a tracker that says, you know, once you fill out the, it's an A and PM journal. Mm-hmm. So when you do the, the beginning side sometime in the early day and then you do the nighttime side. Like a five um, minute journal. It's similar, yeah, it's similar to, yeah, yeah. they do AM, PM as well, yeah. So, because there's important things to do on both sides. Um, there's a little tracker at the very bottom. So if you're on day like 80, it'll say you're 80% done. It doesn't mean it has to be the 80th day in a row. If you can do that, you are amazing. You're better than I am. But I, you know, I usually, sometimes I'll fall off for like one or two days if my family comes in town or I have to travel. Um, it's not always feasible, but if you can do the 80-20 thing here, you know, if you do it 80% of the time, you're going to be doing a lot better than most people. Um, so you set that at the beginning and then I'll just kind of run through these real quick yeah, um, yeah. and maybe give some minor examples. But the, the first, the AM section, you're going to have a quote and these are hand selected by me, but um, you're going to have what makes me smile. What am I thankful for? Then you're going to have an idea muscle. So if anybody is familiar with uh, James Altucher, which I'm sure you are, yeah. this is a big thing that he contributed um, where you you literally just write down a theme for an idea and then you just beast out as many ideas for that as possible. And making ideas, man, that's every single project that I've had or everything that I've created is a result of those ideas. Um, if you go back to what makes me smile, that can be anything. That's pretty straightforward. What makes you smile? Like, it, But what am I thankful for? People might think, is that, that the same thing as what makes me smile? But it's really not. What am I thankful for is more about gratitude. Um, you may be very thankful for something, even though it doesn't make you necessarily smile. And there's lots of examples in the book if you if you get it in the guide section. Um, like I am thankful for my hands, which allow me to place thoughts into writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thankful for the chores that my mother forced me to do as a child because they define my ability to be responsible. Things like that. You really want to put like a tail on the end of, of a why because it makes it better. Um, and then on top of the I am what am I thankful for? Then you get into your two main tasks for the day. So what are the most valuable freedom actions that you can take today to, to progress towards your vision goals or dream life? And I don't say tasks because I think it's a shitty word. Um, (laughs) it's just like, task sounds like such a corporate, like like work kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So like freedom actions is what you're going to see throughout the book. And what you want to do in that is just, you want to write the two things that are going to move you towards the three freedom buds that you set at the beginning of the hundred days. And that's, it's all you have to do. Just pick two things that move you one step forward. It could be very simple. It could be a complicated task. But whatever it is, just make sure you're moving towards those those goals. And then I get into giving and minimalizing. So um, I'm a huge – and I never did this before, but like as I was on my journey, I started uh, – I read a book called 29 Gifts. Um, Valerie Groth, the, the founder of the Ryan Banks Academy, came on my show and introduced me to this book. And I read it, and it's this woman – and she had a medical issue with her muscles and basically was depressed and just had nothing to live for. But she started giving away gifts every day and keeping a log of it. And that's the premise of this, Mm -hmm. um, and the way that it changed her life. And so I did this for 
for about 50 days in a row and logged it. And it's unbelievable, man. Like the awareness that you have once you start giving gifts and seeing, like, I, I don't think there's anything in this journal that, that will make you feel any better than when you do this. And when you do it, the, the crazy thing about it is the gifts that the universe gives back to you are like tenfold. So like the more you give, it's, it's, it really does come back around. Like as it's so as, true. It's as typical as that sounds or whatever. Mm. And there's some specific examples of what happened to me in here as well, but that that's basically the the AM section. Um, I don't I don't I don't know like you know the gift giving thing. It's like eerie, but the minimalism thing was basically I talk about a couple of different games that you can play with minimalism to to get rid of all the distractions and distractions. I mean, if I ask you, Paul, like what what can be most distracting? What do you think like right off the top of your head? Uh, right now, like what's, what's distracting right now? Um, man, like debt, you know, dealing with that, like making the payments and everything. (laughs) That is pretty distracting. Yeah. And you can eliminate debt, but and most people are going to say like anything that's the most annoying to them probably at the particular time, but physical distractions are like, when people say minimalism, most people, I guess would say, Oh, you know, you're getting rid of things that you own, but it can be digital as well, right? Yes. It can be decluttering your mind. So like introducing meditation. So there's all sorts of different angles you could take with that section as well. Um, but then at the end, so if you get back on for the PM section, th- there's an area for celebrating your wins, which cool. is very important. There's an area for writing down your abundance list of all the things that you do have to reiterate your gratitude. And then you want to set your two freedom actions for the next day so that you are already not cloudy going into your sleep. Um, you know, you want to be able to know exactly what you're going to do tomorrow when you wake up and get on the ball with it. And then you get into affirmations, which I've got another product coming out soon. That's incredible. Um, it's like my take on affirmations. They're kind of X rated, but they're affirmation cards. They're four by fours. Um, and there's a motivation on the back from me, which is kind of like a humorous X rated, um, kick in the ass. And on the front, it's, it's an affirmation that you can repeat to yourself. Um, those are going to be called Rage Create, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. And then you have a little reflection section at the at the bottom, basically where you can check off how you did for the day, and then you can look at the tracker and see how how far you are done. So in a nutshell, that's you know that's actually was a pretty extensive description of it. But yeah, sweetassjournal.com, and you can look at the layout. <laughs> I I love it. No, no, I resonate with like it just you know to me like you you care and you're so passionate about this man. Like I I. I love it. Like, it's just because like you're giving back, you're giving because, because this is really important that what people need to have to, to level up their life kind of, you know, just basically. And, uh, and I agree with every point you, you gave us because like, you know, minimalism, like, um, man, like I've literally sold everything. I've sold my car. Like the only thing I have left now, it's like my motorcycle. Like I'm, it you know, feels so good. It feels amazing. Like it's just unreal. Like I have less, but I'm more happier than ever than before. It's, it's just nuts. And, and this, yeah. So this is why, like, I don't have much distractions besides like Facebook and like the random, like Instagram yeah. spiral that's, you can go into. <laughs> that's a win. That's a win lose though, because there's so much good stuff that can come from it as well. It's just, if you can keep your awareness on what's you know, if you can focus in on what's important and learn to zone out the stuff that isn't, you're going to be on tap. And speaking of minimalism, they're the minimalists are actually in Portland on tomorrow. So I'm going to go see them, which is pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. No, um, uh, yeah, you're in Portland. It's, it's going to be amazing uh, the next couple months with the uh, World yeah. Domination Summit there. <laughs> are, you, are you going yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Man. I, I manifested in 2015. I went when I was still just, just getting started with the podcast and, 
still basically a raging alcoholic and it changed my life, man. I met a lot of people that are still in my life today and I recommend anybody who can get out there to, to come. And if you do come hit me up cause we're going to be doing lots of meetups and stuff. It's going to be awesome. Oh man. I definitely need to reach out there. Um, something I got to look into the next uh, couple of days as well, too, uh, my man. So, like, you know, what what kind of advice? So, I'm gonna paint you this picture. Um, imagine, like, if you're, you know, most like people who are listening um, are usually people who are in their corporate nine to five job, feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, just not happy what they're at in life, right? And and they really want to change. What kind of piece of advice or like what kind of direction besides, you know, obviously getting your journal because like this is like. <laughs> this is this is sweet already. Like I'm already like I've already signed up to your, like your email list and everything, and then I just looked at it and I'm just like it's just pretty awesome, man. And uh, so besides that, you know, what kind of what other direction would you you know or advice would you point them to? Yeah, I, the the journal. It's funny because I made it for myself, and um, I actually had to be convinced by other people to make it into something I could give to others because I'm very shy about that kind of thing, yeah. and I'm really happy that I did it, but. Away from it, the principle is that you to, – to, I would not have been able to go from where I was to where I am today if I didn't take a lot of risk and I didn't drop all judgments of myself um, and stop thinking that I wasn't good enough to do things or do anything that all these other amazing, exciting people are doing. I think that's a huge handicap for a lot of people. You have to build – your personal foundation and strengthen your mind before you can do anything else like build businesses or money. Um, if you can't control your own internal habits, if you can't control yourself from all of those gremlins that are in your head trying to tell you to do all these other things like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of craft beer and I love hanging out with friends and I'm not saying like hermit in your house and never talk to anybody again, but I literally did hermit in my house for a long time and not go out with people. Um, because I knew that strengthening my mind and creating these habits that were very challenging for me would change my life. So I would say start with something small, like five days, six days, seven days, take what is the most challenging for you possible, whether that be not eating ice cream or cutting out dairy, or it can be anything. It doesn't even have to be anything to do with creating a business or, um, making money. It can be anything. Um, and put like a little tracker, print out a little sheet or draw a piece of paper with check boxes on it and say, okay, for seven days, I am not going to eat this ice cream or I'm not going to go out with my friends and spend money and, and do that seven day streak and see how it makes you feel. And then take it to the next step and do 10 days and then do 20 days. And when you get to the point where you're doing like 22, 23 days, um, for me, it took longer. It was more like 40 days. When I started hitting my 40 day streaks, and implementing more than one thing onto those streaks. So maybe I was doing, okay, I'm gonna do the miracle morning every day for 40 days. I'm gonna eat um, you know, light meals and drink a gallon of water every day for 40 days. When I was able to do that for 40 days in a row, like that's when your mind is strong enough to start moving into some of these other things you need to focus on, like creating a business or being very diligent in it. I, I don't think you can, people might disagree with me here, but I don't think you can be successful in a freedom lifestyle or like truly understand and, and love yourself and, and get what you're trying to do with your own life unless you can control yourself personally. And so I'm, I'm all about build that personal foundation up first. Um, whatever is the hardest thing for you to do, just do it no matter what everybody else thinks, nobody, what anybody else, you know, wants to call you names or think of you. I mean, I don't know how many friends used to make fun of me, for not wanting to come out with him or not drinking or drinking water or something like that. It's like my problem was that I was drinking and I realized that. And so I, I cut it out. 
And that is the only reason I'm here today. The networking is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasting and meeting people was huge, but that's all going to be a stem of you creating a personal foundation and sticking mm-hmm. to it. So I think that'd be my main advice is to, to do that. Like just, you can do it. You, I mean, obviously you can use something like this journal. There's plenty of other amazing journals out there. I used the five minute journal for a long time. I even had UJ on my show, um, which was the creator. And, um, their productivity journal that's out now is really nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally wanted to, to include gift giving and minimalism and some other things that were important to me. So I made my own version, but a lot of them do have productivity in them and they do have gratitude in them. And I think John Lee Dumas has a couple of them out too that are, you know, hardcover, really nice, um, higher tier, but they're all yeah. effective, yeah. but they're only effective if you create a personal foundation to use them. Of right. Course, of course. So dude, man, like, you know, Heath Armstrong dropping value bombs left and right, baby. Woo! Done. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, let, me, let me ask you this. Like, what's your opinion? Because, like, you know, since you're going to, you know, World Domination Summit, I had Chris Gilbo onto the podcast as well, too. And Did you? Yeah. Oh, man, he's the man. He is the man. That's I'm a big you. win, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. The godfather. I, I saw him running the other day. I tried to grab his ass, but he was too far away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. Like, yeah, he was on the podcast and, you know, and then every location independent uh, person I bring on um, always mentions w, like a world domination summit. And and so how important is it to like start networking, even though you're in debt? Like, let's just say, for example, like twenty thousand dollars in debt, you know, like you were back then. And uh, and, you know, you have this opportunity to go to world domination summit now. What? You know, what, what, what would you do? What would you do right here at this point in time? Like what would, uh, what's, you know, and your thoughts on networking and stuff? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I did. I, when it was 2015, it was like, I put the tickets on sale in like February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen it. I wanted to go to it. The price was like 600 something dollars. I think I had no money and I was in the middle of trying to do savings, right. To, yeah. to get to where I could leave. Um, or build something up or have some kind of cushion to pay off my debt. And what happened was I had just finished this basement of my house previous to like my breakdown to where I realized, you know, I built a huge bar down there, um, which I never ended up using. I just started using it as a standing desk instead. It was amazing bar shadow box, like had all these TVs put in, finished my entire basement on a loan. I literally took out a straight loan to get money to finish this basement, which was just, you know, absurd now that I look back on it. Um, but I was sitting upstairs and like, I heard something that sounded like water and I went downstairs and my fiance, my fiance at the time, she was my girlfriend then she wasn't there. And I went down there and the entire fucking basement was flooded with like three or four inches of water. My bedroom was down there and everything. Oh man. And like, I, I was just looking at that. (laughs) Like I was sitting down looking on my computer after a meditation at this world domination summit, uh, thing. And this was right after I started listening to podcasts. I mean, just directly after it. It couldn't have been like a month or something. And I didn't even know who Gillibo was at the time. Um, but I remember, like, usually I would have lost my mind and freaked out and, like, just started going crazy, like, trying yeah. to figure out what I was going to do. But I, because I just meditated, I just walked back upstairs. So the washer, we had a washer that stuck, basically, and it just kept running water. Yeah. And my fiance. Lindsay had turned it on and left and it just kept running and it had just been running for God knows how long, two, three hours. Um, I just went back upstairs and I was like, click and just purchased the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I sat down and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm purchasing this ticket and I don't care about anything else. Like I'm making a change and like 
that was a decision I made. And for, for people that have money problems, like you, it's hard to give anybody money advice. Mm-hmm. If you're in debt, you know what you should do with your money or what you shouldn't do. But mm-hmm. what I can say is if you do go to something like this, it will change your life. Um, there's other ways you can change your life when you're not going to something like this. But World Domination Summit, I mean, I think it was the first time I've ever been around so many people with a similar mindset and they're all doing awesome things. They're all in your position trying to do something awesome and you can relate to them and you guys can bounce ideas off each other and you can learn about other people's type of lifestyles and how they make this work for them. And you, you're going to, when you put yourself in a group of thousands of people who think exactly like you, that's where you're going to find your best friends or your husbands, you know, your future wives or your, you know, your network that's going to stay with you to the end because all these people you grew up with that don't think like you, you know, you might talk to them every once in a while, but they're not going to be connected to you like these people are that you might meet one time and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to talk to you for a long time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that those relationships are invaluable. Um, So that would be why I would put the money forward to go do it because I think you'll get a lot more value out of it than $600 worth in the long run for sure. Oh man, you're um, a... Try living in Canada. I'm telling you, our currency sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> what part of Canada are you in? Toronto, my man. Oh, dude, I was gonna—I'll be in Montreal in um, in late uh, August, but not Toronto. Dude, August? Okay, I can—we can probably make something work there, actually, because I've been meaning to go up there, anyways. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about that, though. But <laughs> yeah, but, gotta go to a Persian wedding. Oh, that you're gonna love those. They're awesome. They, they love to drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, dude, that's, I love that. I love how you drop, like, the, like you know, it, it's, it's so, you know, it's so amazing because, like, networking has been all a big thing for me. Um, and, and not a lot of people know this. And it's always the mentality that I always give the advice where, like, you have to go in uh, and network with people and, ha- and just talk about um, – how how you can help that person not trying to look at everybody as like what they can do for you but just reverse that role right and come from that kind of place and mindset in my opinion yeah man it's a, it's exactly what it is i think if what i would try to do is every time i podcast with somebody or met somebody back then i i would see who like if i could pick two more people i could introduce them to to help change and i don't know how many people introduced me to somebody else who helped change my path like it only takes one outreach like if you're scared to reach out and talk to somebody don't be yeah Uh, because it it doesn't matter if they don't respond because it's still you know you're gonna find somebody who does and if you don't do it at all then nobody's ever gonna respond yeah because they're not even getting messages if i never sent that message to amber i mean think about that if i never sent that I, i could possibly still be working in the construction industry um doing something that i hated but that one message changed my entire life it was the root and I think we're all we all have these little seeds that will grow if we if we you know just pay attention to them and give them some water and and let them do their thing. Um, but if you don't, then you're just going to stay exactly where you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's not worth it. You got one life. Like you got to blaze on. You know what I mean? Whoo! Mic drop, man. My man, I I um I really want to be respectful of your time, man. And uh, I'm gonna ask you two more questions before we get into that, man. I want to let you know, but that thank you for everything that you do, man. Everything that you know, you are definitely impacting the world. Thank you for just being giving and just being coming from an awesome place. And uh, you know, thank you for just everything that you do, my man. Dude, thank thank you. I would I wouldn't even get like. If it wasn't for connectors, right, we wouldn't be able to share this information with other people. So I understand how important it is for podcasters to do this thing. And that's why I want to get back into it again. So like it's really exciting for me to get on and 
and talk because I used to do it all the time and it was like my thing. And then I didn't do it for a long time. So like it's getting, you know, talking to you and talking to Luke and a couple other people. I'm like, I'm ready. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going to launch another show again or something soon. <laughs> Woo, I, lo- I can't wait, man. I can't wait to see what's unfolding for you and everything. And, uh, dude, for all those Path Hunters who are listening to the podcast and everything, uh, where can they you know, find you online or if they want to reach out to you and everything, where am I usually hang out online? Um, basically, HeathArmstrong.com is my website. Um, if you hover over the picture on the homepage, there's some social links, but any, any social platform I'm at Heath piss, sorry, not Heath piss, uh, <laughs> Heath fist pumps. Yes. <laughs> so H E A T H fist pumps. Um, and Instagram, I, Instagram and then Facebook are probably the two I'm on most. Um, Sweet. I'm on, I don't really check Twitter that often, but I'm on Facebook a lot just because of the groups that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So messaging me on Facebook is pretty quick. Uh, I don't put the messenger on my phone, but whenever I get on, that's a big no, no. If you guys have that on your phone, you need to take that shit off. It's distraction, distraction city. Oh. But yeah, Instagram and Facebook or just sending, you know, going to my website and connecting through that. Man. Awesome, man. And, uh, ask you, I'm going to ask you the two final questions, man. When you hear, uh, the term path hunters, what comes to mind? Dude, for me, I think of just trailblazing. Like, um, I, I'm a big hiker. And so path hunting, I'm like, you're out in the fuck when you go out in the woods and I've lost trails several times and I've been in really bad situations, but like in the end, I'm trying to figure out my own way to get the hell out of where I'm at and to find, you know, an amazing place to be again. And I think it's the same thing with path hunting via internet, path hunting via the, the way that you want in, to be in life, uh, finding your freedom lifestyle, finding what truly makes you happy. Some of the, the happiest people in the world have nothing. You know, they're, they are poor, they have nothing and that's why they're so happy. They have nothing holding them down. Um, and they understand who they are and they're accepting of themselves. And I think path hunting is exploring in any direction that you could possibly go that you don't already know to find the end point that's going to make you happy. So I, I like the term and I saw that as soon as you, you popped up there. I was like, oh, path hunters. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Trailblazing internally for sure. I love it. I love it. Oh man. Get me all hyped up here, man. Oh man. And, uh, (laughs) one last question. I'm going to paint this picture for you. Pretend you're in like, you're in the middle of like the busy street of Portland and a lot of traffic going by people just walking by and stuff. You have like a sign that you're able to write one message or advice that that impacts these people's lives in a positive way. What kind of message would this be? Every day is a bonus round. Slow down and enjoy something beautiful. Mic drop. <laughs> Done. Heath Armstrong. That was, the, <laughs> that was the very first quote of my second episode of a podcast. Came from a Hollywood director, Sorab Mirmont. He won the New York International Film Festival when he was uh, 19 years old. And I just talked to him yesterday, actually. Um, he gave me that quote and I stuck onto it for, I said it every day. I wrote it on my walls. And it is still my, my number one go-to. And I hope it's, it's very simple and self-explanatory. And I hope that that can help people. Every day is a bonus round. Slow down and enjoy something beautiful. I believe it's also the number one quote on day one in the journal too. So um, I love it. I just love it. Like it's, it just explains everything to me. So Man. just take a breath. And be you. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I couldn't have said it any better myself, man. And, uh, you know, Heath, man, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me, man. I appreciate you. And, you know, I feel like this is like there's got to be a round two. You know, it's so awesome to see you. I'm glad we connected and everything. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see um, everything, how 
like I said, the journal and everything and your future plans for all your everything. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped. Just keep fist pumping, like keep the blood flowing, get outside early in the morning, walk around with your shoes off, like absorb some of those antioxidants because it's going to help you feel better than any type of prescription drug or, or massage or anything else could possibly do. And I guess I'll leave it with, um, another guy that I'm very fond of. And he was a mentor to me early on. His name was Dave Lent. He taught me one thing that I think can really resonate with your audience as well. And it's whenever you follow your bliss and that one thing that truly electrifies you, four things automatically happen. You put yourself in the path of good luck. You meet the people that you want to know. Doors open where there weren't doors before and doors open for you that wouldn't open for anybody else. So I hope that that helps everybody kind of just get into their own superpower flow and, and follow their bliss and just have a, have an awesome time along the way or a sweet ass time along the way, I should say. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Again, like, oh, man, thank you for the opportunity. And like, you know, like, again, I can't wait to have you on the show again soon. You're a freaking rock star, man. Everybody is, man. Just got to find it internally. Yeah. But yes, I appreciate being here so much. It's fun. We should do it again. Heck yeah. All right, man. Have yourself a good one and take care. Word up. And that was Heath Armstrong, everybody. Thank you so much, Heath, for just dropping us to the podcast, man. I'm so grateful for that, for you just taking the time just to chat with me, brother. Uh, I appreciate you so much. And for all you fellow Path Hunters, you know, I hope you guys found some insights on this as well. My man Heath actually just gave us an awesome link and for us to get the book for free up until um, June 5th. 2017 so hurry up and there's a link in the show notes page for you to add that in and download it and uh, definitely get that going for you and everything like that you know it's so kind of him for just um, giving us the you know the journal and everything and uh, allowing um, path hunters to get it for free and everything like that so I appreciate you so much Heath for doing that and uh, yeah so all you path hunters just go ahead and jump in the show notes page and then you're able to find that at um, pathhunters.com forward slash um, Heath Armstrong and then go ahead and just go and download that I loved it you know definitely Grab a copy of his journal that's coming out, and uh, I'm sure you're going to love it because I am loving it. I grabbed myself a copy as well, too, and had an events copy. Check that out, and I'd really love it and love what he's doing with this project. Um, for all you path hunters, you know what? Make sure that you are intentional with your path. Chase your purpose and passion because life is too short. Be awesome. Be beautiful. Stay awesome. I love you all. Thank you so much. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.